Hello, beautiful humans. Dan is here. Yeah. We're watching Dominic Harrison post an Instagram photo. A ridiculous Instagram photo. Um of you as a child. Me as a child, looking like an idiot, um, quoting My Chemical Romance. I mean, it's like, what is more me in a tweet? You, what, you know look I mean? like Gerard away a bit. Really? That's the best so. thing I've ever heard. I really <laughs> do. okay! Like, in that era, like the Helena video, like, With you kind of resemble oh, him. Dude, literally, I was, uh, yeah, I love that, man. I, that's the biggest compliment. I'm just going to literally put this up now. Took me, took me me into the city <laughs> dot 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 wow and it's up and wait, wait. do you want to do you want to press the button oh, uh, d- you do it this is your moment are you ready here we go one and two three it's shared yeah <laughs> slam dunk yeah <laughs> it's a beautiful thing how are you man you good i am phenomenal but i'm not as good as you man really yeah, look, dude, I feel like you're going through a lot right now because a lot is changing in your life. Dude, yeah. Do you know what? It's so funny. I was actually speaking about this in the car. I'm like, I'm just so excited, but my head's just a bit like, what is going on? What is the hardest part for you to comprehend and understand? Um, Wow. Um, kind of the juxtaposition of noise. Okay. Like, right now... There's just so much going on, like, on socials, um, on my phone, he's ringing all the time, and there's a video content, everything. It's like, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then you get back to your room, and it's just completely silent. Uh, and I- you're just like, I've never been able to hear my own heartbeat as much in my life. It's so weird. Because you... It- you know how loud the world really can get. Yeah, dude, and it's like, wow. How do you manage the the loudness, right? Everybody coming at you while still being productive in the day and still keeping your head straight and kind of focused. Yeah, man, I just think I'm just excited. So I think that kind of glues it together. My excitement kind of overrules everything. Because I just kind of tell myself how lucky I am to be here, man. You know what I mean? I think it's just like, what? You know what I mean? I think 13-year-old me is screaming right now. So I just kind of tell myself that and just kind of take a breath and just be like, Dom, this is what you've wanted all your entire life. So It, it keeps you happy to live in the moment, right? But at the same time, doing that maybe reminds you how awesome it is what you have right now and 100 and that's what's so funny you forget one of the biggest lessons is to live in the moment like right now you live almost two weeks ahead like what am i doing next what am i doing next what we're doing next what we're doing tonight what we're doing here blah 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 and if you ask for a sec like you need a second just to think or to take a second people just look at you like why you're like what um so i think that's kind of it i think like Try your best to live in right now if you're feeling like your head's kind of blowing up because, you know, what I mean, that's that's you got to live in right now because you are in right now. Why do you think this is your time? Oh, um, I, I just think I've 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 never known myself or what I wanted to say more in my entire life. Why now at the age of twenty? Um, I think I just think initially when I released the first bit of music I was so kind of just getting what I thought out into the world but the reaction to it and the community that got built around it 
made me feel accepted for the first time in my entire life. Because before I had, I was, I was always a person who had loads of energy, like, and a lot of people misunderstood that. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm loud in your face, people just think is kind of just a loose cannon, and, and they and they don't look past the, the, the energy. They don't look past the excitement. All they see is just some nutcase kid trying to be. They think I'm trying to be something I'm not when I'm genuinely just being myself. And now the community has kind of obtained itself, and 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 I'm not shouting into a dark room anymore. <laughs> I feel like the time is now. What is the difference between your the first bit of music you put out there? Because I, I've really I've seen through listening to a lot of your stuff, not the entire catalog, but a, a great deal of yeah. it. There's two different records that you put out there. There's records that stem from your life, right, and directly from yeah. you. But then there's moments where you take other people's reality, a hundred percent. You turn that into songs, but then you also you you commentate on the collective reality that everybody faces. A hundred percent, and that's it. That's the mutual glue that holds those two ideologies of what Youngblood is together. Is the way the world I see the world through. A particular issue. So, for example, if it's if it's me being misunderstood because of my ADHD, or it is um, me commenting commenting on drunk girls being taken advantage of by boys on nights out, it's all a comment on society, and it's all a comment on the world, and it's all a comment on what I see. At the end of the day, like I always say, I don't have all the answers. I ain't Mother Teresa. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying to be like. Ooh, Follow me, I'll take you into the abyss. I just know what I think. And all I want to do is encourage people to say what they think because that's a lot of people don't feel like they can say what they think. A lot of people feel suppressed because I've been there. You know what I mean? What caused your suppression? What 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 held you back from saying what was on your mind? Um it's so scary to put yourself out there nowadays. Yeah. And be honest. Because, uh, be honest because you literally, you've tweeted something, you put a picture up, you've got, you even just talk to your mates. The whole world can see it. You know what I mean? Like, even as normal people, you live a celebrity lifestyle almost because social media is such a, an outward thing. You are literally on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always. And always a normal person's on TV. And I think it's so scary because you look and be like, oh man, that person's wearing blue jeans and everyone loves his blue jeans, but I Hate, I'm allowed to swear. Sorry, yeah. I, I fucking hate blue jeans, but I'm gonna put on the blue jeans because everyone else likes the blue jeans. And now I'm stood here in fucking blue jeans and I hate the blue jeans. I feel fucking insecure in the blue jeans. Ah, God, I'm insecure in the blue jeans. Do you know what I mean? That's yes. what it's like. That's literally what it's like. And 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 I just think it kind of just takes takes people. A, it, all you got to do is breathe and be like, I fucking hate blue jeans. I'm gonna wear black jeans. But, but it's hard because sometimes you drown in it. It's everywhere you, you look. It. Exactly. But in, in in the kind of the community that, that me and my fan base are building, we, we have this mutual respect that in this circle, in this community, you can be yourself no matter what and no one's going to judge you for it. And if someone does judge you for it, then they're not really supposed to be here. You know what I mean? It's, I, it's that kind of that code. <laughs> And yeah. that's why it's so special to me to see it growing like as 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 quickly as it is, you know? Is it cool to see it grow and 
all you have to do is be genuine in yourself. Yeah, it, it, that's what blows my mind because it's for the first time I kind of go, oh, wow, I, I might. Because I just thought, like, there was a part in my life I got really, like, I really felt anxiety and I really felt depression for the first time because I thought what I was putting into the world just wasn't good enough. Wh- you know? I think what led to that? Like- it, it was kind of moving down to the city on my own. I always thought about it. I, I always internalized a lot of stuff and it's so weird to kind of imagine that and a lot of my friends are like wow that's so surprising and get really upset when I tell them these stories because I'm such an extroverted person but I internalized a lot of stuff I like I mean things that were going through my head was like oh I'm just not as good as that person I'll never be as good as that person everyone likes that person so much like or why do people want to know what I've got to say? People don't want to know what I've got to say. There's no point. I just, just, or I'm really feeling anxious right now. I really, I really, I really feel like scared as right now, but I can't tell anyone about it. And then I had these feelings like, I, I genuinely thought like, oh, is it, it may, maybe I'm gay or maybe I'm, maybe I'm, 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 I, I have severe anxiety, but I didn't want to admit anything of that to myself because I didn't know myself. I didn't understand myself. And it wasn't till I understood myself that I realized that it was okay to feel that way. It was okay to be confused because that's just human nature, that, man. That's maturity. That's, that's evolution. Yeah. And it's so crazy, that coming of age thing that, that, that I felt and kind of I'd like went through in a year between 16 to 17 are, are you writing music during that time? Yeah, 100%. Like, Kill Somebody is about that. A lot of the oh, wow. first albums about that, man. Like, I have these poems that I've had, like, that I have, and I can take myself back to that place because it comes back. It creeps back on you. Like, I don't know why when the sun is shining and you wake up in the morning, you have a knot in your stomach. I don't fucking know why that happens. But- I can't, can't, I, 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 and, and it's me realizing that you know what, man, that just happens. That that's just the way my body's programmed. And me realizing that was in a, a was as a big thing for me. And and it's kind of the mutual thing I have with a lot of my fans is they are like that as well. Like, and for them to have felt found the answer through my music is bl- it just blows my mind because I was like that to people that I loved. You know, and that's just mental. Zach Sancho. Hey, beautiful human, real quick. I want to tell you about Stitch Fix. I hate going shopping. I hate having to find things that match. Stitch Fix totally relieves that stress. They've taken it out of my life because they're my own online personal stylist. Yeah. A real human being somewhere is going to handpick clothes and accessories and shoes that are right for your body, your budget, and your lifestyle. And it's all online. You fill out a really easy survey. It took me like 60 seconds to do it. And then they literally send you the clothes that they think are right for you. It's kind of cool. If you want in, stitchfix.com slash Zach Sang. That is stitchfix.com slash Zach Sang. They're going to send you a ton of stuff. You keep and pay for only what you love. And you send back the rest. By the way, always free shipping. Always free exchanges. And yeah, like returns. They're always free too. Stitch Fix. They know what they're doing. If you want 25% off when you keep all of your items in the box, go to stitchfix.com slash Zach Sang. That is stitchfix.com slash Zach Sang. It's a pretty cool online styling service. And remember, there's a real human being somewhere looking at your body, getting to know you, and picking out clothes just for you. Stitchfix.com slash Zach Sang. Okay, 
Let's get back to this interview. Zach Sang Show. Then who helped you find the answer? Oh, if, wow. If your music provides the answer for other people, which, by the way, what you go through and what you w- went through, so many people go through it in their own yeah. ways. It's, it's one of the things that every human being on this planet shares. Totally. Lo- and, really. And, and for me, it's, yeah, it, it's literally that. It, it was artists like Eminem who made me figure out that my parents weren't always right. That, do you know what? What you're having to say to me is actually just psychotic. Like, <laughs> mum and dad, like, did you just say that? Like, that's so backward. That's so crazy. You know what I mean? When when you grow and, and, and like, I remember, like, for instance, they were just like, well, that's just not normal, is it? I'm like, what? That's, what do you mean that's not normal? What did they, you know what I mean? What was I mean, the context of that? I mean, they would just talk about things like, they just living in, like, an older generation grow up and get hammered in. You are only taught what society teaches you in that time. So, like, when, like, my mum and dad were growing up in the north of England and someone walked into a pub, a male walked into a pub in a dress, it would be seen as to be crazy. Yeah. But I'm just like, that is a old time that is an old way of thinking why are you projecting what your normal is onto a, a generation that genuinely has put normal in a blender hit start and thrown the blender away Do you, i mean there is no such thing as normal anymore isn't that insane isn't that amazing like you can be yourself no matter what outlet you're from, but we are still fighting that cataracts of old ideologies that's holding that back. And I think that's a, a big, a big, big, a big, big reason why there's a lot of frustration in young people right now. I get it. I and you know, I totally, I agree. I see it. You see it every day, right? And what you're saying is 100 percent the truth, right? That's how a lot of those things carry on. And you know, you can't get rid of some of these old habits that have existed forever because you know sometimes I'm. Older people pass that along. They totally. put it, some some members of our generation carry. But yeah, it. I always say this. It's like if you are taught all your life that the sky is purple, you are gonna believe the sky is purple until you figure out for yourself that it's blue. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's just it. So Eminem teaches you about your parents, but yeah. there's layers to this coming of age thing that you went through. Other musicians obviously help you through it, but does your own music teach you more about yourself? Yeah, dude, that's so crazy. You just hit the nail on my When I was writing this first album, in inverted commas, um, <laughs> I was re-feeling everything, but from a perspective where I was watching myself. You know what I mean? It's odd. Yeah. Like, I was sat down in the studio with my notepad, and then other Dom was over there going, oh... You discovered that. <laughs> Sick. It's so crazy. It was like such a big thing for me. And everyone says, like, do you ever feel pressure? Because a lot of people look to you for answers and music. I'm like, well, no, not really. Because as long as I remain true to who I am, they are true to who they are as well. And we are true to who we are together. And that's so sick, you know, because that just kind of makes you in your community untouchable and it's so hard to like you always look at other artists and see what they're doing but then you have to kick yourself and say why are you doing that man they got their community you got your community stay in your community and do what's gonna make your community happy
And what is is being true to yourself. So as long as you're true, you can't and do anything And it's so crazy. You can fall into traps because as soon as you kind of go into this level where everything goes crazy, you go, okay, cool, I'm, I'm there now. I'm there. I'm at that point now. Now I need to start behaving and acting in a certain way because you see how these people behave and act on telly. Um, TV or radio or whatever and then it's just like do you know what no because I didn't get to this place by being that I got to this place by being me and and at the end of the day like if people love a man with a pan on his head he's not going to take the pan on his head off his head if millions of people like the pan because people like the pan man the pan stays the pan stays bro the pan stays on his head when you're writing about yourself do you and you're going through something do you take notes of what you're going through or do you just like set time aside when it's time to write and then like kind of relive it's kind of weird like with me nothing happens for ages and then I'll just get a bit like in, I did a poem the other night. I wrote a poem the other night on my um, and I put it on a video on my Instagram. But I wrote it in a bathroom in a meeting with my agents, <laughs> and they were all waiting for me in the meeting. And they must have thought I had a massive <laughs> or something because it took ages. And I was like, nah, I'm just writing this lyric. Um, and it was, I'm not even lying. It took like 20 minutes. So they were waiting for me in this like thing, ready to discuss like a tour plan. And there's just me in the toilet, sat on the fucking sink, like, mm, God, don't let it go. Don't let the idea go. Don't let the idea go. Um, do you want me to read it for you? Yes. Yeah. Can I have my phone? It's like on the beanbag or something. What was that connected to? What- um, it was my head felt so clouded because obviously the songs the start like the song we just dropped is starting to fly and eleven minutes eleven minutes with Halsey and Travis Barker starting to fly and and kind of it just add it's just adding a adding a pressure and 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 seeing kind of things move in a way that they've not moved yet because they've been it's been a gradual gradual incline and then that just put fuel on the fire and I was like oh wow. It's and, a lot to take and in. And so I wrote this wrote this thing and I put it as a video. Do you want me to read it for you yes. now? It's like, for the past couple of days, my head felt clouded. I felt no escape or no reason why. It felt like my drink got spiked by 16 downers, but I just got to realize that this just happens sometimes. And when there's a knot in your stomach that doesn't go away, no matter if the sun is shining, it can somehow feel great. I've been questioning the questions, but even more so the answers. And that's why when you ask what's up, I just got nothing to say. And right now I feel so fucking happy. The happiest I've ever been in a long, long time. It's so fucking shit how, but it's so fucking shit how something in your mind can dress up as a feeling in disguise, hide behind and intertwine itself, manipulating your life. And it's like there's a step at the top of the stair, but the step is elsewhere. Yeah, you're treading midair, and for a second you don't believe that you're failing to care because you thought it would support you, but there's just nothing there. Now, I don't mean to be a downer, but I just use this shit as an outlet, and I feel so close to you right now, I feel like I can tell you all about it. I don't feel like I'm insane, and I don't want to ever change. I just want to live in right now and let you lot know what's been going on inside my brain. Well, you know what I mean? And I just, for me, it's like a, it's like a fix I need to connect to people. Is just something that's so important to me because if I don't, I feel alone. And when I feel alone, I go back to that place of anxiety and depression. And when everything was, there were so many numbers and so many things going on around. I was like, 
hold on, hold on, stop. I need to connect to my my people. I need to just write something like that, post it on the internet and, and, and connect to them. You know what I mean? It's so weird to me. I know it's crazy, but that's what goes on in, in my head. If I don't connect to people for a certain amount of time, I, to, I, 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 I panic. So is that the motivation or is the motivation, because at the same time, like you put that on, uh, on your notepad, right? You also now make sense of all of your thoughts that you've been feeling. Yeah, that's it. It just gets it out. Yeah, because it, it it I'm so lucky to have an outlet where I can just put that down on the page, and I feel so much better when I do. So, so is the motivation to connect with people? Because, uh, like you said, like you, you want friends, you want to feel like there's somebody around. You don't want to be lonely. That's it. It, it, it. It's it's to connect to people to to have a mutual understanding. And when people go, I feel the same way. I go, oh, thank. You're, because you're not alone yeah, in your thoughts. And that's it. It's like, and it's like I released a song called Loner, which is literally uh, about a community of lonely people being alone together makes us less lonely. You know, and that's what... I love it. Is, is the kind of the fundamental case for Youngblood in, in, as an artist, you know? Who gave you that name, Youngblood? Um, it was so funny. Everyone always expects me to be like, oh, I walked under a ladder and it just f***ing hit me in the face. <laughs> Um, but it was actually my manager. Um, I was the youngest person in my management roster, and I thought Dominic Harrison sounds a little bit polite <laughs> for the stuff I'm writing. It's like, oh, Dominic Harrison talks about being anti-establishment. Ah, da Um And then I was just like, what can I call myself, man? And he walks into the room, he's like, all right, young blood. And I'm like, wow, wow. So it did just hit me in the face. Um <laughs> And then I wrote it down and it just looked too polite, spelt right. So I was like, f*** it, double the U, double the flavour. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Would you consider yourself a rock star? Um, I don't know because I love playing rock music and I love like jumping around with guitar, but I just hate the mentality where people go like, yeah, man, I'm a rock star. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm still like a dork from the north of England who just likes to jump around, man, and play music, you know? Is rock dead? No, it's fucking not. I think it's. I think. I think in some places it can be struggling because it's isolated itself a lot. Yeah, it's isolated itself and not move over time. But what I've, what I have to say to people, people have just got to let rock thrive and accept a new version of rock because it's all like eighty-five-year-old people in Def Leppard t-shirts going, oh, you can't do that. You can't, you can't put an 808 under a guitar track. And I'm like, you sound like your dad when you were listening to Nirvana. That's not music. That doesn't sound like music. It sounds like a load of noise. I'm like, you sound like your dad having a go at you for listening to music that was pushing boundaries. Just a, another example of old people forcing their, their views yeah. on the next generation. Exactly, and it's just like, oh, no, it, it's not rock because it's not four guitars, uh, two guitars, a drum kit, and a bass, and really sweaty people. I'm like, nah, it is. It is a new version of it. If we want to... Because what is rock and roll ultimately? What does it mean? Freedom. That's what it means. I'm free to do what I want. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, that's why I re resonate to a lot of hip hop artists right now because it, it, it's just freedom where I am going to say what I think no matter what, 
because I can, because this music gives me a fire in my belly that I've never been able to express other than when I'm doing this. Do you, you know? feel responsibility to keep rock music moving forward and kind of alive? Um, not really, because as I say, I don't want to swoop in and be like, I am the savior of rock and roll, because I'm like, that's f***ing the least rock and roll thing in the world. Of course. Um, but I'm just like, I'm just like rock music, so I'm going to play rock music, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And... And I think, like, you know what I mean? If you've got to look at, like, the new Bring Me The Horizon album, I love that record. I think that's sick. I think they should have won the Grammy for that record. You know, I think it was, like, a really modern representation of rock. And they're from Sheffield as well, so they're from the north of England, so I've got to give props to that. I think I think rock and roll music is, is, is going gonna, is gonna to have a little bit of a surge, a resurgence soon. I think people are ready for it. I totally agree. And people need it. Yeah. I want live instruments on the radio. That's I agree. That's my only ask. That's what I was like, like, talking about 11 minutes, that was our goal. I mean, me, Halsey, and Travis Barker, we are three kids who absolutely love rock music. You know what I mean? That was where, that was, was the music that got us in. Like, obviously, Travis Blink-182, Halsey is like, when when I hang out with Halsey, it's like she puts on brand new hardcore that I've never heard of. <laughs> and like, she was a club promoter. She was yeah. a rock promoter. You know what I mean? And when we were doing that, we were like, we need a record that's going to be commercial as hell, but is going to have the energy, the drums, the passion of a, of a rock song, the swagger of a hip hop track and the chorus of a pop song. And then we mixed it all together all three of us in the room in LA at Conway and it just came out and we were just so excited about it and it's been crazy how it's been it's been absorbed you it's know a quality record and it does it, 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 it consists of all the qualities that you just listed so uh, how long into your how long into you knowing Ashley does 11 minutes become obvious or born um Ash texted me and was like do you want to go for a beer I was like, all right. Um, because no one goes, no one hangs out in music anymore unless they want something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, legitimately, it's like, you know. Yeah, it's kind of Everyone knows. It's like, dude, let's hang out. All right, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Feature. Do you know what I mean? Feature <laughs> on my track. Come play drums on my track. Support me on tour. Do this magazine shoot with me. Share my record. I've got a record coming out next week. Share it. You know what I mean? That's literally it. And I'm just like, oh, it's so boring. We're all competing against each other. Let's just have a beer and talk about what's cool. So when I found a person who would genuinely mutually feel the same, I was like, sick, yeah, let's go for a beer and talk about stuff. And I remember that night we went for, we went, we just had a couple of drinks, a lot of beers. We had a lot of beers. It was great. <laughs> and, um, and we are from the same place, but in different continents. We're from small towns, and the music we listen to is the same, but from different continents. She, again, she was listening to Brand New, The Academy Is, All The Warped Us, in the New Wave Emo stuff, hardcore music. She is I, Jersey, bro. Yeah, she is, like, she is as Jersey as the come, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I'm as Yorkshire as the come. So I was listening to Arctic Monkeys, I was listening to... Oasis, I was listening to Blur, I was listening to the Stone Roses, I was listening to 
this music that is exactly the same, experiencing exact same emotions, but just on different sides of the globe. And we just kind of clicked in a way that was like so rad. We were screaming at each other for an hour. I was like, well, well, have you heard this? And I was like, well, yeah, man, I know a little bit of that. I love that stuff. And like Taking Back Sunday, yeah, man, I know the popular songs, but she was like, have you at the B-sides? And I was like, well, what about Blur's like second record that was kind of a bit more, and she just like, uh, no. And then it was like a, it was a thing. And then we, st- I started talking about this idea about this record I had, which ended up to be 11 minutes. And she was like, it's so similar to Brand New's Limousine. And I was like, oh, sick. She was like, we got to do it together. And I was like, all right, let's go. And then within three days, we were in Conway Studios, recorded the song. And then I was like, oh, man, we were producing it. And it was like programmed drums, you know what I mean? Hip hop drums as fucking always. Whatever, I was like, this ain't gonna work. Because as soon as she sung the hook, I was like, wow, this sounds wicked. And then we put the guitars on the drums and everything kind of came together. I was like, it's missing one thing. I need some drums that sound like Blink 182. And she goes, oh, I'll just text Travis. And I'm like, what? Casual. Casual. <laughs> and then my producer, Zach Savini and Chris Garotti are like, oh, yeah, man. We'll just text Travis. We know him too. I'm like, does every fucker know Travis except me? (laughs) And 10 minutes later, he's in the studio. And I'm just like, my pants. Because Travis Barker is in the room. My jaw's on the floor. I remember um, I I was literally got so nervous to meet him. I was just like, all right, Travis. And it went really quiet. And then Ash went out for a cigarette, looks into the room sees me kind of pointing and she's like, what is he saying to Travis Barker? He's giving him direction. I'm just like, dude, that was crazy. It was so animated. Like my hands are everywhere going, yes, yes. What the hell is going on? And she just thinks I'm like, this is shit. What are you doing? You're terrible. You've lost it. You passed it. And I'm like, no, dude. Can you just do it again? What I did it in one take. And I was like, can you do one more pass for our pure enjoyment? And then that was it. And he went and he was like, this is awesome. And then, was gone within half an hour. What? <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Only Travis Barker can turn up like, yo, what's up, man? Yo, love you, you, love you guys' music. Bang, 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 sick. I'm just going to go put my kids to bed. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, Dude, I love you, man. And so did, did you guys tell him what you wanted or did he just get in there and just do it? No, I was just like, it needs to be, it was just like, obviously the beat is, I was going, and I was like, Travis Barker, just go. And he was like, all right. And nailed it and it was so sick because nowadays everyone's like in in recording rock drums nowadays no one will tell you because everyone's just like I'm a musician everyone does f***ing <laughs> loops everyone does loops even if it's live drums and if you're watching this don't lie you loop you loopers you loopy loopers that wasn't a loop it was like what the f***? Travis Barker could play the whole song didn't drop a beat with the fills that blew my mind Travis Barker ain't a looper mother <laughs> Amazing. Um, oh, hold on. So, you wrote this song yourself, or did you give it? So, I had a vibe, I had an idea, and then Ash came in the studio, and because um, I started like an idea in London, and then Ash, Ash, totally just like took it to another level with me, you know. So, does this record, like, based on the music video and even the the, the tone of the song, it sounds like it starts a whole chapter of music for you or her or together dude yeah 
like, something clicked, man, that night in my head. I was like, okay, this is how... Because my first record's amazing, and I love it, but I've learned so much more. Like, I kind of think, like, oh, I wish I would have produced it differently. You're talking about 21st li- 21st century, century liability. liability. I did it in a basement in Soho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, literally. But now I'm kind of learning. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what producers do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm learning the size, so I can't wait for Twitter new music because it it moves into a different space. It moves. It's always going to be young, but it's always going to be about something. But I'm just so excited about the sounds I'm finding, the way the way I understand music so much more as well. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I was just starting out, you know, and now I'm kind of a year in and I've seen so much. I've met so many people, not industry people, whatever. That's cool, f- that I'm talking about fans and I'm talking about the stories I've heard and this second project is kind of less and less about me and more and more about them but that goes back to your style right you yeah. write about you but you also have this ability to be empathetic and yeah and it's like the stories I hear make blow my mind and make me go as human beings like people say oh loads of people look up to you as a human being I'm like that I look up to them as human beings. Like with me and Youngblood, it's a bar- the barrier between a fan and an artist is completely shot to pieces. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in being on stage like, yo man, I'm just gonna sing my songs and then get in my van and drink some moe on my boat. I'm like <laughs> f- that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, for me, that's fine. That's fun to take part in and it's great we all have a laugh but what is important is me looking at someone and them looking at me back and we're screaming these songs in each other's faces like when I was f-ing singing Mr. Brightside with my best mate you know when you're in a in a bar or at a show and you're next to your best friend and you're screaming in the faces about these songs that change your lives that's what my gigs are like that's what it feels like for me everyone's like what's it feel like on stage it's like it's me drunk as f- Singing Mr. Brightside with my best mate. That's what it feels like. But they're your songs. But they're my songs. But you're still talking with your, be- you're singing with your best friends. I'm talking with my best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you worried that the more successful and famous you get, you won't be able to relate to people as much as you no, do now? No, because I'll always, make, I'll always make an effort to. I think you can... I think it's hard. It's, of course it's going to get harder. And it's funny because, like, it, it's hard. Some of your fans go, dude, you're losing connection with us. And that's why I do go mad because I go... Fuck, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I can't meet 2,000 people after a show now. Mm -hmm. So I say I do things and it's making an effort and making a conscious effort to remain tapped into them. Like, I go, the first 100 kids outside the venue, I'm going to get a free meet and greet. And I'm going to, let's talk, before the show. Because I can't meet 2,000 people. It'll kill me. My voice will be shot to pieces and, 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 you know what I mean? It's getting tiring. There's more interviews. There's more stuff. But I'll always, I'll always resonate with them. I'll always Skype 10 fans every couple of months. I'll always do that because I need that to survive as an artist because that's what I'm built of. That's what I'm made up of. You know what I mean? That's part of my foundation and my formula is my fans. It, it, it isn't me going, cool, I'm going to make a record. If you don't like it, f*** it. If people don't like the music I put out, it hurts me. It's crazy. You see 10,000 comments positive and you see two negative comments and they eat you up more that's true you know what i mean Uh uh-huh totally get it and it's like whoa 
it's like that's why it's hard like and i sometimes have a message for fans like as artists we are we always we try our best to 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 relate to you but sometimes we do lose ourselves and i love my fans because they pick me up on it you know what i mean you do get influenced by other stuff and you do and they go that's not you and i'm like you're right <laughs> you knew it you need them yeah and, and getting lost losing yourself is a big it's a risk that artists do take a hundred percent and that was what was, was that was crazy about meeting like someone like me and travis and halsey as well like halsey's an artist that genuinely got huge but is still very has a massive connection with the fans and they know exactly who she is and blink as well like stay together for the kids man like blew my mind but you know, you know ashley's hung out on our couch and, and told stories about losing herself and finding herself yeah. again and the process well, that's of part of the process and that's part of the art and that's what's so crazy about like the community like i genuinely believe that the family that we built are, we're going to be together for a long time I'm not interested in having a hit record and then going to f***ing Barbados for six months before I start my second album. I'm not interested in that. I'll leave that to the rappers, you know what I mean? I just want to... I just want to... have a community where we all help each other even when we're 65 and look like old ladies' handbags. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love and, it. And we're all just like... You saved my life, and I'm like, you saved mine too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna be dead soon. <laughs> you mentioned you uh, ADHD. Yes. Do you take medication? No, they tried to put me on it. Like I remember, like what they want to put you on? At Ritalin, and my mum mm. was just like, no. I was like in the corner of drawing a flower, and I was like, that's not dumb. <laughs> me, <laughs> like me, like throwing flower, like bread flour on the wall taking a piss in the corner in the kitchen they put me on Ritalin I'm sat there with a like buttoned up t-shirt my hair middle parted drawing a flower my mum's like f*** that <laughs> so how do you manage it like when um, it's time to get work done um, work is work work calms it work and weed got it you know what I mean yeah um, but it's it, it's majority work I don't even smoke that much weed I don't know why I said that I do like a split occasionally but I was saying it's like I'll always be so honest. Everyone's just like shading me. But I'll always, I never, I never think before I speak. By the way, I hope there was no shade there whatsoever because I live the exact same life. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I will always be honest. And sometimes people are like, like, it's so funny when sometimes you do TV, everyone's like, okay, don't swear. And I'm like, listen. I can't promise anything because I'm going to just say what I think, you know? You're just being you. Yeah, I'm just being me. And and that's all I want to encourage to people are just be yourself, you know? Machine Gun, FDNRA. That's yeah. a big record with a, quite a statement. Also a little scary. The, f the song starts, I made the news today because I hurt my friends. They scribbled down my name, tied both my hands behind my head. To write a record like that. Yeah. How dark do you get? Where do you go? I was in a place where this was this was this was blowing up and it was an it was an it was the, on the 14th of february is the year anniversary wasn't it on valentine's day oh the wow shooting. yeah and, parkland uh, yeah and young people now don't care if we're not from each other's countries we become such a global generation agreed for the sake of humanity this needs to stop not for the sake of me being a British person commenting on American politics. 
not interested in that. I'm saying for the sake of humanity, this can't happen. And yeah, the songs are uncomfortable. But you know what's more uncomfortable? Being 14 years old and someone coming to your school with a f***ing gun. You know what I mean? And this is what art needs to talk about for me. This is what, as Youngblood, like, I'll always be, I'll talk about this stuff, but in a fun, upbeat way. You know what I mean? I will do it so we can sing together because I don't want to be a 75-year-old bloke in, like, screaming about Margaret Thatcher down the pub when no one's listening. I want to connect with, with my fan base in a way that we can say we are making a change but we're having fun at the same time. Do you feel like it's a responsibility to release art that shines a light on um, I th- things I don't think that are it's a responsibility. On? I just do it because I just, I believe that's right. You know what I mean? I, I will always do what I believe is right. That's what's important to me. If I believe something's right, I'll do it. If I, if if I And if I'm wrong in the process, then I don't care. Because we're allowed, you are allowed to be wrong. You are allowed to f up, and it's okay to give. A f- People forget that. People forget that it's okay to actually give a. F- you know what I mean? It's like, oh well, I'm not going to say that because I might get judged. If you are wrong, if you say these socks are f-ing blue and everyone looks at you like a maniac, that's a lesson in life learned. For me, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I learned a lesson from that. I like a complete tear, but I learned a lesson. I'll never do it again. These lyrics, I mean, I drank some bleach today because they forced me to. I hit it with lemonade round about 10 to 2. I ate a razor blade just for attention's sake. I mean, really intense. Yeah, imagery and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but of things that are very active and real yeah, within our generation. Like it, that record is about me portraying a character of that people can so easily say... It's mental health that did it. That person was clearly insane. No, that person may have had mental health issues, but had access to go and buy a a rifle and use that. You know what I mean? He wasn't punching a wall. She wasn't punching a wall. She was using a weapon. To murder people. You know what I mean? It's like people, yes, mental health is an issue. But what is a bigger issue is that I can walk, like, a, 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 a person can't buy a beer, but they can buy a gun. I agree. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's an insane thing that we deal with on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't drink a PBR, but you can fire 10 rounds at your ceiling. But, but you know, mental health is obviously a problem and it needs to be dealt with, but what needs to be dealt with first is the that person's ability to buy a firearm. Yeah, 100%. And, 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 and utilize that as an outlet for for dealing with mental health. You know what I mean? It's like if someone gets in a fight at school, don't focus on the issue, of course, make them realize that it's wrong, but see past that and go, there is something genuinely wrong here. And reaction is, is external reaction is internal. You know what I mean? It always is. Yeah, that's... And that's what needs to be, that's what needs to be monitored, you know? Psychotic Kids, another record that's pretty yeah. intense, dude. And that music video, yeah. I mean, whoa. <laughs> I, I, whoa. Like, <laughs> it's, it's something. I, um, like, do, do you know what y- you want? Like, you talk about people not knowing what they want. Do you know what you no, want? No, that's what it is. It's, the, it's, 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 it's me saying, like, it's talking from 
from a generation's perspective that these kids are nuts. They don't know anything they want just because I want to marry a man or I want to abort the kid that's in my belly. You don't, you are you're you're psychotic. You are nuts. You can't talk like that. Going back you to your parents. You want to pink. You are nuts. You're never going to get a job. You want to get tattoos all up your arms. You're never going to get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you don't want you don't want to live by the rules that have been in place for 45 years in this house. You're a psycho. You don't. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. It's about understand me for the person I am, not the person you want me to be. Where are your parents at with you? Do they understand you? Yeah, my, it was kind of, it was, it was, in some elements, no, in some elements, yes. They were always very supportive of, of my art, you know what I mean? They were, but it was almost people in power that didn't understand me. Oh. It was almost positions of teachers. It was almost positions of um, leaders, you know what I mean, that, I didn't, that didn't understand me, you know? That's hard, though. Yeah. I, I was I, I understand that very much. It's very hard when you look up to someone and someone's in a position of authority that's supposed to teach you something that can't see past the can't see past fucking stigma. Yeah, and and the stigma in this case was your ADHD, right? It was you. yeah, it was it was my ADHD, but it was my like put it this way: if I I was the kid the mums didn't like, I, if I didn't like. The chicken soup, I tell you, I didn't like chicken soup. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was just me, and yeah. and that was just it. And I was never disrespectful, but I was always honest. And people, people do not like being confronted, especially by someone younger than them. No, they don't. <laughs> because it's threatening. But I see, I see disagreement as a positive thing. I think it's a way to move forward. I love being, I love when people challenge me. I love when people go, oh, yeah, why'd you do that? Because it allows me to potentially change their mind and allows them to potentially change my mind. Disagreement leads to dialogue. I agree, dialogue, and that's exciting for me. I'm like, whoa, you just blew my mind. I did not, I'm wrong, and I love admitting that I'm wrong. People hate admitting that they're wrong. They <laughs> fucking hate it. But they should. Yeah, they should. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm I'm wrong. You know. I want to be told when I'm wrong. Dan, Dan has no problem telling me usually. <laughs> I'll tell somebody when they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I agree. I just think I think that's important. You know. Where are you at? You're about to say something. Yeah, doing a song with Halsey and Travis Barker. Yeah. Were you worried that your fans would say "Young Blood" selling out? Dude, yes. But I just say I love those two and respect them as artists. And if you can't see past that, the, because it's a commercial song, if you can't see past that it's actually a really artistic song with two incredible artists, yeah. then that's your problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I always think that. I'm just like, I will always be real. And my fans know I'll always be real. And her fans know I'll always be real. And his fans know I'll always be real. You know? And, mm -hmm. and, and we did something together that we genuinely believe in and we're genuinely proud of. And I'm sorry if you don't like it, but I love it, so... Sick. What is one thing that you've learned from Ashley that you feel confident that will be with you forever? Um, just her constant strive to be better. I think that's amazing. As artists, it's the real artists that are never quite reached the potential yet. She's never happy. 
Because where no, she's, she's at? No, she's happy. She's happy. She's proud. She's grateful. But she's determined and keeps picking away and trying to be like, cool, that was amazing. Let me make this better. I'm like that. I want every song to be better than the last one. You know, I think that's amazing. And a second thing is her connection with the fan base and how much she cares about them. And that's a mutual thing, and I really respect that because I, 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 I can really relate to her on that. And I hope that touch wood if the success comes with me that she's had that I will be exactly the same I will be I know I will because as I say the most important thing for me is connection but I really admire that in someone who who is internationally really famous really credible that she genuinely every picture she gets asked for she never ever turns down or gets angry you know what I mean even if there's 120 people waiting and I'm like that you know, I think that's that's it. I think as an artist, you never never forget the people who put you where you are. She's a special human. Yeah, she's dope, man. She's B- wicked. By the way, you can touch the wood. There's a log next to you. Oh, touch, knock on touch it. Touch the f- wood, man. <laughs> are you used to having the cameras in your face? Because I was looking online the other day and I was like, "There's Young Budson courtside a Lakers game." Dude, I was that was not, crazy, man. Yeah. That was that was wild. I went to my first basketball game. I was sick. Yeah, I was like, I did not expect to see that. I did not know the rules. I was totally lost. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, defense every time, and I was like, just the one chant. That was amazing. I was like, LeBron James is over there. I was like, sick. <laughs> and Kuzma, bro, Kuzma's sick. And look at you, the best seats in the house, dude. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. And you went to Disneyland. I went to Disneyland. That was sick. How was it? That was crazy, bro. I've never been to Disneyland either. I'm so British. <laughs> did, did Mickey treat you well? Oh, Mickey, like, Mickey's the guy, man. Mickey's the dude. Nice yeah. man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a rock and roll star. In the UK, does radio like you there? Um, Yeah, man. I think I think so. I think, like, it first took a minute, but I think, I, like, I love that. You know what I mean? I hear mixed opinions all the time. Like, the Struts are hanging out with us a couple weeks ago. You know them at yeah, all? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've met him. I met him in Australia, actually. Like no, once in passing. Nobody in the UK will play their records. They think they're too British. Yeah, so. I mean, it's weird. I just say, like, I just think, I, I always think, man, I love, like, I made a really good mate, like, Jack Saunders at Radio 1, who's a okay. really good friend of mine. Like, he's really tapped into it. Annie Mac, like... Annie is, Mac's on I, it. I, Annie, Mac, Annie Mac's on it. And Annie, I really respect Annie Mac's ears, so, like, to have that's a really, a really big thing for me. And I think, I don't know, man, like... It's always gonna be a art is art is opinions all the time. You know what I mean? Like a song can be amazing, but I might not like it. So I don't mind when people, if someone chooses not to play my record, because that's just your opinion. I'm just kind of always just focusing on my fans and making dope shit that 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 is going to resonate, you know. Is there any part of your mind creatively that changes the process where you can make fa- may- maybe make a record that is uh, still true, but you know it could be commercially something? Yeah, I mean, as I say, like I always want to have a catchy chorus because I want them to have fun and I want to like have a have a good time and I want people to be able to sing my record. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, oh no, it's too commercial. I'm such an artist because that's just not art, man. Like if you think about, you know, I ain't mean? like look at Tom York with like creeps catches f- <laughs> you know what i mean um i don't know as i say i never have a formula i don't be like this is gonna be the biggest song in the world i just like i just try and make dope f- you know that people are gonna like and at the end of the day as long as the lyric is is about something i always ask myself two questions 
Could anybody else sing this? And is the lyric meaningful? And if I pass those two questions, no, if no one else could sing it but me, and the lyric is mean, meaningful, then I release it. <laughs> that's a great, it's a great filter. You know what I mean? That's and the it. right filter. That's it. It's like Youngwood just released a gospel song. Yeah, I did. <laughs> because you're the only I, one. But I wanted to make it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like that's just me. You know what I mean? I think like I just think that's what I want to be. I want to be an artist. Like if I look at Beck, if you look at an artist like Beck, I love Beck. I really admire him. Like the way throughout his whole career, he's obviously kind of remained a rock, an alternative artist, but he's experimented in different fields and pushed the genre to places that people would never dream of going. And I, I hopefully want to be like that. You know. Do it. Yeah. You can. You're in a position where you really can. Yeah, dude. And there's about to be, there's been so much life that's hit you, and there's about to be even more life that's going to hit you. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. You know, Dan brought up the cameras before. Does that freak you out knowing that when you go out and you're with Ashley that there is somebody watching you? I think I think it can be weird. I think, like, as I say, it is it is odd and it's, and it's an adjustment, but you can't let that sh- like, interfere with stuff you know what I mean it's like if you're in Tesco and you're wearing a green jumper someone might be watching you going I love that f***ing jumper I hate that jumper I kind of think of it like that do you know what I mean but, but is there a conversation between the two of you before you go out in public for the first no, time no not really f*** it who cares it's natural <laughs> it's just real you know what I mean as long as it's real then I'm don't fight it I don't care you know what I mean? I think once you enter a period where you're talking about real things or you're changing real things for perception of public public response, then you're in dangerous water. You know what I mean? F*** that. Just be a human. Because humans will relate to you because we're just humans. <laughs> you know what I mean? What yeah. else must... I can only be myself. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, oh... I'm just going to do my hair like this today because <laughs> it should be fucking like this. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah. I'm just like, whatever. I, I'm going to wear pink socks and cut dickies anyway, so fuck it. Dude, I'm excited to watch your eyes. I'm excited to watch your journey and oh, also did. listen to the whole thing as well and hear your story. I appreciate you. Is the second album coming along? D- yes, yeah, it's coming. It's okay. coming. I can't wait for you to hear it. It's nearly done, which is mad. And you said this is fan stories, right? Yeah, it's a lot of fan stories. It's a lot about what I've heard. It's a lot about my... It's kind of a gift to them, oh. you know? It's it's That's that's what it is. Like, it's, I think more, that, more so than anything else, it's me going, I relate to you instead of my first album being, this is what I think, can you relate to me? It's me going, this is what I've heard, this is what you think, I relate to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I that's totally crazy. get it. And that's, that's, that's sick. It's special. What are you thinking? Well, no, I just, quickly, I know we have to go, but um, you said the first album was recorded in a, in a basement, right? Yeah. The second album, is this recorded in like, some real fancy studios? Yeah, dude, and it's Does that change weird. the sound? It's, yeah, it's, it sounds better. You know better. I mean? It sounds kind of... Are you sure? Of, maybe, maybe that first album is what it is because it was in the basement. That's dude, why people yeah, loved it. I mean, I always I write in the basement. Okay. I always write in the basement. I don't produce in the basement anymore, but I write in the basement. Okay. Write in the basement, write in the basement, write in the basement. Bop, bop.
Does it matter the basement or are you cool with any basement? Dude, any basement. You got a basement? Let me into it. I'll come right in the basement. Dude, I don't want to go. We could talk all day. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we really can. I'm really enjoying this. All right, can I ask too. one more question then? Go. Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't, mind. I don't care. So as much as like it seems like the 11 minutes video is like this big production, do you prefer that or the loner music video? Because I love the loner music oh, video. Oh, dude, like it's, it's an accumulation of two. Like it depends what serves the song best for me always. Like... I was like, Lona had to be that. It couldn't be anything else because it's where I'm from. It's mm-hmm. shot in me nan's house with my best mates and cousins from school. And you get that feeling from it. And that's the, what the song's about. 11 Minutes is a story, this cinematic tragedy that needed to be depicted in a cinematic tragedy. Somebody else's story. You know, yeah, somebody else's story. You know what I mean? And where Lona's my story. You know what I mean? With with my boys. And yeah, Lona was crazy. Which is... More creatively stimulating for you, writing your Both. own. It's crazy. It's like it don't matter. Like I get creatively stimulated by creating, and we create it on both. Is there know? one that's easier? I mean, being my, being yourself is kind of the easiest thing. You know, what I mean, obviously, like, but writing stories, everything comes from personal experience, anyway. You know, I think I don't know. I just love creating. It's just the best thing in the world. Like, I'm literally going to the studio after this. <laughs> Straight away. Are you meeting anybody there? Um, I'm, I'm going to be meeting just my producers. My producers are just there. Are you using the same producer from um, Record to Record? I'm using, yeah, the same. Matty Schwartz, Saxavini, Chris Garotti so far, and then some secret surprises as well. Ooh. Uh, do we have a date for this album? Don't yet. When it's ready. Do when it's have- right. As I, as I say... Like with minutes, we didn't know it was going to come out. When the when the song is right, when the, it's past the two questions, <laughs> when it's mixed right, and I go cool, I walk into my label and be like, "Can we do it now?" And they're like, "Dude, we've been fucking waiting." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not really waiting. We're we're dropping so quickly. But as I say, like, it'll be this year. Yeah, I think it'll be definitely this year. I don't want to wait around, you know. Mm. And I, and the songs are there. I just need to get the production and. The sentiment, just so, just so I release the best thing I possibly can for this time in my life. Dominic, pumped to listen and watch your journey, my friend. You're a man, guys. And, thank and you so much. I love that. I was crazy. I thank you for your honesty and your ability to stay genuine and be transparent and be open and be yourself no matter what. Rock and roll awesome. stars. Hey, yeah. F- yeah. Love you. <laughs> Young blood, everybody. Yeah, right. Thank you, lads. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.